quiet on the set. Pulse 95. Backstage with Anna Schofield. Anna Schofield. On Pulse 95. It's backstage with Anna Schofield and I'm obviously speaking to everyone I can at Sharjah Performing Arts Academy. I don't mean just everyone, I mean the instructors, the teachers, the professors, the people that make this wonderful academy, which is a one-of-a-kind situation in this region, um, the people that make it tick um, and how they are instructing, instructing students um, from this region to move forward in careers, in everything from backstage, costume, um, lighting, set design, I think I've said that, um, there's stage management, but there's also the obvious ones like acting, singing and dancing. And I'm here with Alex Jessup, who arrived, he told us before, he arrived in the pandemic with his family, two kids, a dog, his wife, and they landed, Sharjah helped them, it was all particularly smooth considering the situation. Um, we talked yesterday about how uh, inspired you were by your teachers um, and I think that that should just be highlighted because um, without good teachers students don't flourish and I know from being a mum myself um, I've watched my kids get good at subjects where they like the teacher and the minute especially when it came to choosing GCSEs the minute they got a different teacher the grades went down and it literally was as it literally was black and white like that and then you start to be that mum who goes into the school and says I'm really really sorry but I want that teacher mm. because that's going to affect the grades that my child gets and while I don't want to offend anyone um, I can't allow me being nice <laughs> and respectful to um, stop my child getting a B in a mm. subject mm. Um, rather than a D so you talking about the passion of your teachers is something that I feel like quite personally um, related to tell me about you teaching dance and tell me the thing that I think lots of people will be interested in do the students have to be able to dance well for you to pick them for the course at Sharjah Performing Arts Academy? That's a great question. Um, so when it comes to student selection, we, we look for raw passion and potential. Okay. The one thing I always say, and I, I used to say this even in the UK, if you know everything now, then there's no point in you going through this training. It's It's... It's a pointless waste of energy, money, time. Um, so we don't, you know, we don't expect a finished article. Right. There are so many wonderful, homegrown, beautiful dancers, particularly in this region, that up until now haven't had somewhere to go and train professionally. Yes. That's the, the incredible thing about the academy. Yeah. I would, you know, I'd rather find somebody like that and bring them in because I know that through myself and the amazing team that, that I have on the dance program, we are all so exceptionally experienced and skilled at, at recognizing that raw talent and bringing it out of somebody. So yes, we all, uh, there are certain things we have to consider that are physical suitability because it's a very physical program. Is it? Okay. Um, and it's, it, we have a four day week in Sharjah, but it's from eight till five. 
four days intensive, and you are pretty much in a physical class all day right. for those four days. Okay. So you need that three days to recoup. So you need so you need to be fit you fundamentally. Need to be, yeah, you need to be fit, and there are certain things to do with you know the range of the, the physicality of somebody. If you know we're we're, we're good enough at, at being able to spot somebody that maybe doesn't have the right physicality to safely get through the training. Right. Um, but it's very rare that that actually happens. Okay. But you know that's that can be a stumbling block. But other than that. If somebody's got potential, you can see that they've got the spirit yeah. um, and they've got the passion to sustain the level of uh, demands that we place upon our students within the program because that's the level of demands that the industry is going to place upon them wherever they go, yeah. wherever they go. Yeah. Um, that's what we look for. Right. That's what we look for. And, and yes, it, it, it can test our patience and the students' patience. And we can draw really deep into our bag of tricks to get there. But those are the moments that mean the most. Okay. I've had more moments like that working in this academy than I ever had in the UK. There was, and I taught some wonderful students previously. But the, the rewards that I've had as an educator in, in the last three years of being here have been far greater than anything I've ever known. That's a big, a big thing. So would you say then that's because you've got students from all over the world? One of the thing that's co things that's come out of lots of the interviews, especially with Paul Spicer, he was talking about um, the students, you know, there's, there's lots of students from Asia, there's lots of students from Africa, there's all these different cultures coming together um, and you have to try and be relatable to all of them, but also let them have a voice. Um, there's also a situation in this region, which I'm sure you're aware of, is, um, and my co-host, my Saudi Arabian co-host, Big House talks about it all the time. I think we actually talked about it to you on Yalla Home when you came in Probably, a couple of years yeah. ago. Um, this whole thing of um, not parents not being sure about being in performance or being on the stage. They want you to be an accountant or an engineer or a lawyer. So you're facing those kind of parental boundaries possibly and you're facing different cultures. So is that making the magic? It, absolutely. Is it? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the dance program in particular, we're so, we have students literally from across the world. So we have um, a lot of the Middle East, North Africa countries represented. We have Lebanon, we have Jordan, um, we have, uh, um, I'm stumbling now, we have Morocco, we have Tunisia. Uh, um, but we also have a student from China, we have two students from the Philippines, we have someone from Sierra Leone, um, we have someone from Chile. Oh um, in fact, we worked out, we did a, a fun sort of end of term um, winter break quiz with our students and we, we calculated that the, the girl from Chile, who's also our youngest, she arrived at 16. Oh. She's travelled the longest of all the students to get to the academy. So, yeah. Um, so, wow. yes, you put all those people into a room and it really is magical. But that's where uh, specifically dance yeah. knows no boundaries of language. So, yes, there are cultural... Um, differences um, within the movement language that is dance yeah. but you you put a group of students in a room and they know they're studying classical ballet for that one hour or contemporary dance or jazz dance or anything the 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 language and the cultures are it's a complete level playing field and everybody is there on the same page right and it and it is that's where the magic truly happens okay it's so amazing. All right, we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back for one more section because I'm not done with Alex yet. And I actually, uh, you've just talked about those different styles of dance. Um, I, I did dance in my performing arts degree for like five minutes. You know, there was a section. Never at any point did someone make me do classical ballet for an hour. So we're going to talk to Alex about how that works next. Next. 
Backstage with Anna Schofield. Anna Schofield. On Pulse 95. Quiet on the set. Pulse 95. Backstage with Anna Schofield. Anna Schofield. On Pulse 95. Pulse. Backstage with Anna Schofield, and I'm back with Alex Jessup. Alex Jessup is the program leader of Dance Sharjah Performing Arts Academy. Um, if you're just joining us, um, then just know that the person I'm speaking to arrived in Sharjah in the pandemic, never lived in the region before, came with his wife, two kids, and the dog. Um, just getting in was a battle, but battle he did. He said it was the smoothest it po- could possibly have gone considering the circumstances, and is now loving living in this region, but also loving you can really tell working at Sharjah Performing Arts Academy we've covered lots of stuff in this interview um one of the things we haven't done is actually talk about dance funnily enough properly talk about dance you said um in your in your last few comments about how you make the students do an hour of classical ballet now my first question is because that's terrifying for me by the way oh my goodness um so you've got students who want to do costume design and and things like that are they made to do an hour of classical ballet uh no those those students that would be on the uh within the fundamentals year the first year they they would not do classical ballet okay um but they certainly will explore what it feels like to be physical um so what we don't do with the fundamentals year specifically because we have got production arts students as well as actors yeah. and musical theater students yeah. um the main aim of that program with the dance lens anyway is to make sure that people understand uh the the sort of limitless facility of their body right. to feel comfortable physically yeah. to increase uh fitness stamina strength yeah. flexibility right. um because even if you are uh working in production the, the you know that's an extraordinarily physical job yeah. you know climbing up and down ladders lifting uh there's so much involved physically in that so we have a huge focus in that fundamentals year through the dance training to make sure that mm-hmm. people are physically strong physically aware and physically coordinated also can take instruction and understand what it means to to watch movement and then reproduce it physically um, and to create a really positive healthy relationship with what movement is um, without being bound by this is ballet this is jazz this is contemporary we don't like to kind of put things into boxes for that particular program because it feels uh, too limiting and actually what we want people to leave that first year even if they never want to do a dance class again in their life is to understand a what it feels like to be in their skin and physical b hopefully increase their strength and flexibility and stamina and c to understand actually how difficult it can be to be fully coordinated so that if they're not ever going to do a dance class again when they are perhaps doing some lighting design for a dance production in in their fourth year they can actually watch the dancers and go i remember my first year and i remember actually how difficult it was just to stand on one leg yes and now these guys are doing three pirouettes in a spotlight so there's that mutual respect that we also are looking to to foster I love that. Okay. Do you get some students that come to study dance and obviously get through the fundamentals year because that's 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 the first year and everyone tries everything. Then second year they get to specialize in in their, you know, true passion. So you've got your true passion dance students in front of you, Alex. Um do some of them 
specialize in ballet and just want to do that do some of them specialize in in jazz or actually do all of them just want to in inverted commas be a dancer like how does it work yeah so everybody does everything on the dance program right. i think what it's probably worth just noting here is that the dance program is a is a is a different level of qualification okay. so they don't actually partake in the fundamentals year in okay. the same way they are they, it's a three-year program for the dancers ah. so when they arrive in year one they're straight in the studio full-time right. dance student right. um, but they all study everything okay. They choose to specialise in their third year, which is their final year, but not, not in as much as they only study a certain discipline. Right. They choose to specialise in how they get assessed. Okay. But they still they still are absorbed in everything. Okay. The, the, the way that I would describe the programme in its training is that we, we um, stand behind the three core disciplines, the three sort of three core um, veins that run through the programme are ballet, jazz and contemporary dance. Okay. Because in terms of technical training, they are different, but they're all interconnected. Right. And it's effectively... A colleague of mine, Lisa Rowley, who's my, uh, she's our lead dance tutor, and she beautifully describes it as it's like the, the fruit and vegetables for the dancer. They're the core skills that make you strong, right. healthy, right. Um, versatile. Right. And then you can sort of spear off into commercial dance which is more of the hip-hop and street styles, or aerial where you work on the silks. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, or tap dance. You know, they're sort of more of the... Um, they're along the sides. We don't we don't focus on them as specialisms. Yeah. Um, but we offer them within the training. So but those three okay. core disciplines are the kind of core foundation techniques that we, we train our students for. It's so amazing to even think that you have those silks, as you call them. That yeah. that's, that's an element. It has been such a pleasure talking to you, Alex. I feel like we could do another three days. So you have to come into the studio again and be a guest because I know that Hass would pelt you with questions as well. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for joining me. It's my pleasure. Thank you again. Backstage with Anna Schofield. Anna Schofield. On Pulse 95.